Welcome back, Straight Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. Bass Buzz number two continues right now, and we are proud to bring on longtime buddy, friend of the Bass Buzz from Greenwood, Indiana, fellow Hoosier, ladies and gentlemen, Billy McDonald. Yeah. Hey, what's happening, Pat? What's up, Billy? Well, sitting here in the boat, fiddling around with stuff, Damn. trying to get things ready. You look awesome, dude. I'm not going to kid you. You look. You got an awesome beard going. Right. You look like our buddy Popcorn Whitaker right here. Yeah. I can't grow it on top, so I figure I'll grow it where I can. That, that's dude, right. that's awesome. <laughs> that, that is absolutely awesome. Hey, uh, you're sitting in the uh, in the Billy Mac Man Cave, huh? That's the garage where the magic happens. Yeah. So this this is where I live at ninety percent of the time. So, <laughs> well, what are you doing? What are you tinkering with in there? Uh, we got the uh, Costa Championship coming up. I leave a week from Friday, but so I'm just out here kind of playing, getting the boat ready, and then actually I'm leaving in the morning, going to Texas for a deer hunt. I'll come back Sunday. So awesome. Well, well, uh, Jason Christie's going to send us backstrap, so we expect you to do the same thing. You want backstraps or you want summer sausage? It don't matter to me. Well, both. We want both. I think. Both. Okay. <laughs> I think. I think both. <laughs> both the big. I'll take the heart, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, Billy Mac, let's let's get straight to it, man. You got a good life, dude. You have got you got a you got a good life, don't you? I'm very blessed. There's no doubt about that. You know, you be able to fish and hunt. You know, don't get any better than that. I, I mean, you you've been at like I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe about four years. You finally went to you know, uh, and I look at my hands in quotes. Quitting your real job and going into this is what has it been about four years? Yeah, it's something like that. Been four years or so that that I just dedicated to fishing full time. So, how awesome is that? Okay, you you get to do television shows. You get to fish professionally on the Walmart FLW tour. Yeah, um, you get to go on little deer hunting trips. You go catching tuna with the deadliest catch guys or something. I don't know what the hell you're doing, but I mean, you're 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 a, a world traveler now, Bill McDonald. Yeah, I got my butt handed to me on them tunas now. They're bad to the bone. <laughs> what, what, is, what is that like? I mean, I've never caught a giant tuna or a big tuna. Uh, take the biggest rod you got, strap it onto a Volkswagen, and let them take off and try pulling it back. Are, are they eating mm. the slither rigs? Are you tossing the slither rigs at them? Uh, I'll tell you, the coolest thing about that, we was fishing with live herring on top, and we're sitting in like 3,000 feet of water, and we're on these oil rigs, and the tuna, you can see them in 200 feet on the graph, and you can watch them start streaking up, turn around and watch them eat your bait then. Wow. And then just hang on because it, it's wide open from there on. So it's I like mean, they awesome. do not quit. It's like ice fishing then is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but on steroids, obviously. Major steroids. <laughs> He's video gaming them. Did, yeah. you, did you eat them right there on the boat? Did you sushi no, them up? we didn't while we were there. They kept telling me we were going to. We were going to do that, but we never did. Oh, man. You just got to pick one up and just take a bite. Yeah, like, like a burger. A, like you know? an animal. Like yeah. Billy there Mac the go. animal. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, we brought you to where you are. I mean, we didn't bring you, but we just talked about where you are right now. Now, if I were to say to you, Billy Mac, we got to get back to the roots. We got to get back to the roots. Tell me what that means to you uh, in life and in tournament fishing. Tell me about it's- that. Keep it simple. You know, this year, there's a lot of guys belly aching about the FLW schedule, you know, but I'm looking at it and I'm kind of very well pleased. It's going to be a shallow water deal. 
you know, I don't mind going out fishing deep, but it's lining up that every tournament is going to be a shallow water deal, which will play right into my wheelhouse. Oh, so yeah, you love that. I'm just going to keep it simple. Well, why are they whining? Why are they being whiners? Because they're not going to Tennessee River. You know, we're not going to Kentucky Lake. Nah. We're not going to Pickwick. Wow. Wow. So, <laughs> you know. Who Where cares? are you guys going? Oh, we're, we're going to start out at Gunnersville the first week of February. Oh, that's a bummer, right? Yeah. <laughs> Leave there and go to uh, Lake Travis down by Austin, Texas. So we'll hit that and then leave there. And we go to, uh, let me think here, for Harris Chain, 1st of March. Yeah, there's no big Leave one there. there go to Cumberland, the 1st of April, then to Beaver. And then uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin. Oh, that's by us, Bill. It's like a dream. That's, right. that's a and dream And then end series. up at the Potomac for the final event. So Nice. The only one that doesn't sound exciting is Beaver Lake. Yeah. I mean, Beaver Beaver's is Beaver. very exciting, but not Beaver Lake. Beaver's Beaver. So. <laughs> hey. but, but it should be good, man. I mean, it should be. You ought to be able to look at them. When you uh, when you come through Lacrosse, you got to come hang out at the Straight Cast Studios. You got to stop Maybe over you can here. Do that? Yeah, you got to come say hi to us at, at least. Anyway, um, what's the hardest part about being a professional fisherman? Now, let's hear some whining from Billy Mack. What's the hardest part? Being a truck driver. <laughs> being a truck driver. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, that's the hardest part is driving. You know, you leave one spot, go to the next spot, and you know, I fish the Costa series too, and I might fish one of the Bass Open series. So, I mean, it's literally you're leaving one tournament going straight to another one. That's the hardest part. You know, I've been working on contracts today, doing that kind of stuff, and just renting houses because I try to rent houses or condos, Mark Rose and Greg Bohannon room with me. So trying to get all that lined up, it just, you know, it takes some time to plan all that. Well, you know, the, the thing about truck drivers, like in country songs, like, Truck drivers aren't as cool as they're really made out to be, but bass fishing truck drivers are always cool, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and and I'll have to say, the law kind of turns their head to us. So Nice. You know, when you come through and you got a wrap truck and boat, and knock on wood, I've been very blessed. You know, I've blown by some going 85 and 90, and they just kind of look at you and let you go on. There's like, there's that Lucas Oil guy. We're not pulling him over. <laughs> not happening. Not, what are you watching on the TV back there? Are you watching Three's Company? What is that? No, hunting shows, man. Hunting shows. no fishing shows on, so I watch hunting shows. I, I know. We got we to gotta DVR those things. You know, that uh, I catch up on fishing shows. That's why. Uh, and, and all kinds of good hunting shows on right now. You're getting yourself psyched out for tomorrow, aren't you? Yeah, like I said, we fly out, fly in. Uh, we'll be down in San Antonio about 1230 tomorrow and Take about an hour drive out to the ranch, shoot the guns, and hopefully maybe kill something tomorrow night. Something's going to die. Might be a few things die down there. I, I mean, you you said I thought you were fi- you were you you were fixing to go catch those uh, to to go deer hunting with just a buck knife. Isn't that what? Oh, we can do that. We can jump out of the tree on them. I don't care. That's what I thought you were going to do. Just jump up <laughs> and slit their throat. I mean, I thought that's what you were doing. That's going to make it good right there. Yeah, I got a brand new long range gun. I'm looking forward oh, to going yeah. down and shooting something. I'll man. bet. I'll bet you. I'll bet you are, man. Hey, um, what what is a walk in the park to Bill McDonald? What's a walk in the park to you? A walk in the park uh, when I can look at them. When, you know, if I can pull up and look at them, or you know, like Kentucky Lake, pull up and they're in the bushes, then it's game on. That's a you walk know, in the park. Like I can play with Christy or any of them guys when I'm doing that game. Yeah, I, I mean that, and and again, that's your confidence thing, man. That's your confidence thing. You, you know, know, you pick up a big stick, Look got at a you. jig on it, go fishing. Look at you showing off in that. Are you in that ranger right now? Oh yeah, I'm sitting right in it. 
guys. <laughs> Have you ever like fell asleep out there and then your wife? See? Oh yeah. Now that that is sexy right there. There's no there's no doubt. Do you, do you, oh yeah, I've woke up sitting out here on the boat before, so it's uh, it's all good. <laughs> that's your safe place. That, that, that's your safe place right there. What's the uh, what's the highlight of your bass fishing career? You know, um, finishing second up at Detroit River to Larry Nixon. You know that was good. Winning a EverStart years ago was good. Um, you know, being able last year Chickamauga weighing in the biggest bag of the the year and. Still, nobody beat it this year. You know, I weighed in twenty nine twelve the first day. Dude, that was awesome. And you know, all offshore, which is not what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> so you know, and that was that was pretty cool. So I just been very blessed, and you know, got my son. He fishes too, and so we've had. He traveled with me for a few years, so it's been good. Yeah, he's he knocks him out, don't he? And he he's a stick now, without a doubt. He he, he might be better than you, Billy. There's no doubt. His problem is he's got three little kids, so you got to take care of them first. His time will come. His his time will come. What's the most important thing you've learned in being a professional bass fisherman? Preparation. Preparation. Getting everything together, staying organized. Sorry. (laughs) Ryan Whitaker uh, got so excited when you just answered that. Did you see that? I didn't say preparation H. I said preparation. (laughs) (laughs) But but no, just just getting everything organized and knowing what you're doing and where you're going and uh, being and having a game plan. Having a game plan. You you love it when a plan comes together. I love it when a plan comes together. But you know what sucks for us bass fishermen? That's that's the stars have to align for that, Billy. You know. Oh, it does. You know, and I mean, this year, you know, I had a terrible year. But I probably had the best practices I had. I just had some bad bad things happen on a you know one day of the tournament. You cannot blow the first day of it. You can't win it the first day, but you can by God lose it. The God, first I've day. heard I've heard that so many times. And how true that is, even in you know in the in little local derbies. No matter what kind of deal you're doing, whether it's a, a two a two day local derby or a, or a, or a four day uh, pro tour level event, man, that's the first day can really just screw you. It can screw you. You you can win it on the first day though if they cancel the second day for weather. That's true. That yeah. is you got that going for you. Yeah, so you got to catch them. Through there. That's but a- I mean, too, you can uh, you know, just confidence. You know, you go out there and you have one of them premier days, and it just everything starts clicking. Then you know, it's a good thing to get the year started off right. Yeah, no, no doubt, man. Hey, Bill, uh, Billy, you uh, you've met uh, Bobby B many a times. You know Bobby oh, Bergeron yeah. over there. You you know Bobby B. I don't know if you've ever met. Uh, the uh, the hip hop fisherman. This is JP. Nope. This is JP Kitty right here, not JT Kenny. But this is what up, Billy? That's JP. JT. And and, uh, and this <laughs> dude right here over to my right. He. This is Ryan Popcorn Whitaker right What's here. What's up, Billy? And he, What's he, happening, Popcorn? He, he's the popcorn. And you know what he did today, Billy? He caught a fish that was just a few ounces short, a smallmouth that was a few ounces short of the Illinois state record today. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, he he. Caught Did you it. not have no lead weights? What's that? No, I, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't get to weigh it. So by the time they got the certified scale there, it was uh, you know I just I thought it was big, so I made a call. So it was big. Didn't have it. Yeah, it was big. He should have shoved some big. gobies down its throat or something. That's right. You know, no, I'd rather you know, and it's crazy because I'd rather catch smallmouth than anything. I mean, they weren't made. I love them. They pull. Yeah, they pull. 
for how, sure. How often, how many times a year do you go down to St. Clair Way? Yeah, I go a couple times a year. I took a couple sponsors up there in July, and it was funny. They they really didn't fish. And one guy sat in the back seat and just opened his bell up and just dropped it. And like at 10 o'clock in the morning, they go, this is the best day fishing we've ever had. They're just dragging. Yeah. And, and you know, we're throwing drop shots. And I go, how late do you guys want to fish? They go, 5 o'clock. From 4.30 to 5 o'clock, we caught 20 between 4.5 and, and 5.5 and pounds. Wow. And at 5 o'clock, the guy goes, it's 5 o'clock, I'm ready. And I looked at him <laughs> like he was crazy. I go, dude, they're eating. Yeah. He goes, well, it's 5 o'clock. There was just a derby there, I believe, last After week. After that, or, it'll be six. Yeah. yeah. Well, That's there, right. There was just a derby there not, not too long ago, within the last week or so. Uh, our producer, Andy, the Ginger Ninja, when, when was that uh, tournament? Last weekend, uh, it was a record bag weight, and it was like a 30-pound bag. Uh, did you see that? I did not, but that's uh, that's very possible up here without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, I mean, phenomenal. Phenomenal fishery. There, there's no doubt about it. Hey, uh, Billy, I don't know if you've ever seen on the show before, but we play a, we play a little game called Bassin Roulette. You want you want I have to, not. Let's say, let's let it rip. You, let's play a game. So now what we got here is is six questions. There's six questions in the barrel of Bassin Roulette, and uh, and I, and I'm going to throw them at you right here. Larry, can I have some Bassin Roulette music? I need to get in the mood. Where, where's some Bassin Roulette music for? Ah, yes, Bassin Roulette. There we go. Bassin Roulette with Bill McDonald, professional bass angler. Uh oh, they just shot me. Uh, that big pop a cap just listening to that. Right there. <laughs> combat fishing. First thing that comes to your mind: combat fishing. Combat fishing. Com- ledge fishing. Co- combat. Combat. Yeah, ledge fishing. Ledge fishing is why. Yeah, when you got. Two boats on one side of you, two on the other side. You're bumping boats. You're casting over your line. That's combat fishing. That is combat. That's a sword fishing. fight. That's that. Dollar short. Dollar short. Dollar short. Yeah. That's when you come in and you only got four. <laughs> it's a dollar. Timber doodler. Timber doodler. Timber doodler. That's flipping that its finest in pole timber. Oh, look. Billy Mack knows the history. You hear that? He knew <laughs> yeah. the history right there. I love this guy. I love it. Well done. Well done. Yeah, that's when you set the bag up there and it weighs 29.12. 29.12. <laughs> well done. Uh, menace. Menace. Menace? Yes. That's when you got a wobble head on and they're eating it. You got that menace tied on there. Boom. Sponsor plug right there. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Strike that. King all the way. Threw That's the Strike right. King are in there. You got to do it. 25-pound bag. Awesome. 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 I mean, that, that's just that's a highlight day. What's bad is when you bring 25 in and you're not in the top 10. But. <laughs> that's the killer. Are you bringing 25 and you end up in second place? Exactly. That's BS right there. That's a bunch of BS. Hey, Billy Mack, uh, we're up against a break right here. We're going to uh, pay a quick bill, and we're going to come back and have some more fun. What do you say? I ain't going nowhere. Awesome. I'm right here with Cartoon Network. <laughs> Billy, <laughs> Billy Mack in the Billy Mack Man Cave. Straight Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television, the Bass Buzz. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. The 
GH Custom Lures by Phil Hunt are quickly becoming the most sought-after custom balsa baits in the industry, from the Little Hunter to the Squeaky Pea. These baits are pure quality, handcrafted, hand-carved, and hand-painted. But most importantly, they flat-out catch fish. PH Custom Lures has a bait for any situation in a magnitude of colors. Check out the Old School, Straighter, and PH Custom Series at phcustomlures.com. That's phcustomlures.com. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Stray Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. It's the Bass Buzz. I'm Pat Renwick. This is the Popcorn Whitaker. Hello. He's, he caught the biggest bass ever on Lake Michigan shorelines, caught by a guy with an awesome red beard. This guy right here, the Popcorn Whitaker. Uh, this dude over here, JP High. Cool. And our buddy Bobby Bergeron. <laughs> We're back with Billy McDonald. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. They love you, Billy. Oh, let's keep it rolling. You are a fan favorite. There is no doubt about it. No, no cabe duda, as they say in Espanol. No cabe duda. No cabe duda. Hey, uh, we, got a, we got a new rule here. There's a new rule. It's called... Uh, no cabe duda. It's called no cabe duda. It's called, um, <laughs> it's called uh, three rods on deck, one in hand. Three rods on deck, one in hand. Tell me what those, those four rods are, the three on the deck, the one in hand. What those rods are and what you got tied on them. Got two jigs, a slither rig, and then a sexy dog. What? Go fishing. Two, yeah. two jigs, a slither rig, and a sexy dog. He didn't hesitate. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, and that's going to cover the bases. That's going to, right now, this time of year, you got that right. Hey, fall fishing kind of sucks sometimes, though, don't it? Yeah, early fall. That's, late September, 1st of October. Uh, from there on, it gets fall. Awesome. Yeah. Everybody wants to go set in a tree stand, me included. But that's when the fishing ties on. It's good. It's gonna. These guys are all excited because our Chicago Cubs right now are uh, are, are are playing in the uh, in the playoff game here. It's it? four nothing. It's four nothing. Who Cubs? Cubs, Cubs yeah. up four nothing. Well, it's going to be a neighbors World Series. Yeah, <laughs> Indians and the Cubs. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I heard the Indians qualified well ago. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty good. Ryan's all excited. In fact, he caught that smallmouth that actually ate the goat that cursed the Cubs. So That's true. That is why the Cubs are going to win today. There's a horn there sticking out of his gills. That, that is why they're going. Bobby, what the heck did you you wanted to ask Billy something? What's going on? Hey, Billy. Um, next week, I'm heading up to Kentucky Lake. A lot of local guys are, too, for the end-of-the-year Tournament of the Champions. What do you recommend doing up there at Kentucky Lake? What are some tips you could give some of our viewers, and me especially? Uh, red-eyed shad, sexy dog, and, and a jigger or some type of a plastic bait. But the thing of it is, the lake's extremely low. So if you don't know where you're going, make sure you stay in those cans. But I'd be looking for them shallow bars. You know, okay. that, that's out there close to the deep water. Just run and watch the birds. When you see the birds and you start seeing them shad flickering, pull in there and fish. If you don't, if you're not seeing that, keep on rolling. Thank you, Billy. That, that's nice. kind of, that's you what, know. that's what your buddy Jason Lambert just told us too. Yeah. The grass is gone. There is no grass. That's the and why it's gone. I have no idea, but there's no grass all the way down in New Johnsonville. There's no grass. Wow. <laughs> so it was there early in the spring. I don't know if they, they had some high water and they pulled it hard, but there is no grass now. 
It's bless you. Bless you. Wow. Thank you. Popcorn. Thank you. Popcorn. Was a big one. Yeah. He, <laughs> <laughs> Popcorn got it all crazy right there. Hey, hey, why uh, why is the world record bass so elusive, Billy? Oh, the pressure. The pressure. I mean, you got to look when they caught that fish. Whatever, nineteen thirties. The thirty, you know, thirty-two or four. George W. Perry. Yeah, there wasn't that many people fishing, and everybody fished from the bank, basically. I mean, they weren't out there, but now, you know, everybody's beating them to death. I mean, you can't go anywhere. You know, I'm I'm very blessed that I get to fish during the week, but I'm amazed when I go to the ramp. I don't think anybody works. There's people on the lake all the time. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's almost like we're fishing in Japan these days. Yeah, you know, the smallmouth record, I think that's the next one to fall. What what is that? Do you guys? I, I can't think of what eleven pounds or something like 11, that. Yeah, eleven. Uh, eleven out of Dale Hollow, right? Yeah, Dale Hollow, Correct. eleven something. Got an eight four out of St. Clair. Oh, you did? Yeah. Wow. Holy, really? Holy smokes! That's yeah. A, I mean, it was it was a giant. That's, that's a, a hogletta. Yeah, it's a tubber. There's what a, did you uh, say? What did you say when you got your hand on that fish? I didn't What's say anything. Thing? I had a guy with me, and it was funny because I set the hook, and I seen it come up, and it just kind of rolled. Yeah. And went back down. I told him, I said, won't you get that net out? We were practicing. He goes, <laughs> how big is it? I go, I don't know. He netted it and set it in the bottom of the boat, and we both just looked at the fish and looked at each other, and we didn't say anything for probably 10 seconds. <laughs> and finally, he goes, I've never seen a largemouth that big. <laughs> that, that That is nuts. And I mean, and that is a that is a special feeling. That's a funny feeling, Billy Mac. When I don't know if you remember, I talked to you a little earlier uh, in the year. I was down at Kentucky Lake right after you guys left there. Yeah. And uh, and I ended up uh, going on a run from the dam all the way south of New Johnsonville and, and flipping those willows out there. And and I think you were kind of doing the same thing. You were just a little further north, maybe. But uh, but uh I mean, I caught a fish that was the biggest. I used to live in Florida, and I caught a fish that was the biggest bass that I have caught since my Florida days, and it was eight plus, maybe nine pound fish. and And I just, I just really didn't know what to say. I didn't know what right. to say. Well, down there too, New Johnsonville, Perryville area. Most of those tournaments take a ten or eleven pounder to win big bass. I mean, they've got those Florida strains down there, and and they're just a different animal, without a doubt. Yeah, they, I mean they're crazy. They're they're absolutely crazy. Hey Billy, I heard that you used to, you used to be kind of a hooligan when you were a young guy. Is that true? Oh, I've always had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> what's the, what's the most trouble you ever been in, Billy Mac? What's the most trouble you ever been in that I can legally talk about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, I, I never was in a whole lot of trouble. I was pretty slick. I was able to get out of trouble a lot. But no, I used to. I used to have a lot of fun though, without a doubt. <laughs> nice. Billy's a badass too. He, he is. is. Yeah. Badass I mean, show. We're surrounded by badasses today. Yeah. <laughs> it's a badass show. There, there, there's no doubt about it. Hey, move that uh, move that camera around a little bit, and let's take a look at that Ranger boat a little more. Let's let's see what you're playing with there. Well, got a couple Ray Marine units there. You got a couple TV sets right there. Yeah, I got 12 inch color TVs. I got a. You plain old boxes I'm playing with right now, trying to get everything set up to go. And then uh, I got junk laying everywhere on the front deck. So don't go too fast; that's going to blow out. No, <laughs> and it'll, you, get, it, it'll be secured. And you got you got a whole wardrobe. And then you can see my my stock supply over there on the on the shelves. 
Yeah, I mean that is awesome. Being a professional bass fisherman is awesome. Heck yeah! Uh, I mean it's it's great, Billy. I mean let's 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 take a, let's take a step back again, and and we're going back to the roots. We're, you're right now at the roots. Now we're jumping to where you are today. How awesome is it to have all that tackle at your disposal? Yeah, yeah very blessed. That's the only thing I can say. You know, I mean people send you stuff to try and to test and. With Strike King, I'm very fortunate. You know, we get to test a lot of lures ahead of time, and which is really cool that you get to play with different things before anybody else gets them. Do you, do you ever get overwhelmed? Do you, like, I mean, you got so much stuff. Do you ever get overwhelmed on what to bring? Yeah, you, you do, but I try to keep it fairly simple. I mean, I know I got boxes laying out everywhere, but two, when I leave the Costa Championship, I'm going straight to Strike King for the Outdoor Riders event. Nice. So, so I'm packing for, for two different events. So I'm trying to figure out what I'm putting in the boat and what I'm not. But like Table Rock, I mean, it's going to be a jig. You know, it's going to be a drop shot deal, spinnerbait, and a sexy dog. I mean, that's that's basically it. And hey. what you got to do is just figure out where that game works and then take it and go from there. And I'll probably have a little shallow 1.5 on it as well. The, the, the thing that we share in common, Billy Mackey, you, myself, the rest of these guys, your fans, our viewers out there, the, the thing that we share in common, the common bond is we love bass fishing. We love bass fishing. Now, even though I love bass fishing so much, there are days on the water when I kind of want to go home. I kind of want to go home. And I know that I, I don't necessarily want to go home, but I start having thoughts in my head, like crazy thoughts, you know. And you know that about me. But one of, the th- one of the indicators is that when I start thinking about what I'm going to have for dinner, then that's, that's, that's an indication that I'm having a bad day. <laughs> that means I'm having a bad day on the water. What's yeah, one I was the- playing that out tonight before. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good idea. Thanks. That's tip of the week right there. Tip of the week. Plan dinner the day before. But what's a, what's something that goes on in Billy Mac's mind when when you know that you're you're you know you're having a rough day? Besides that you're not catching fish, what 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 pops in the noodle right there? But, you know, a bad day's not necessarily a bad thing as long as it's practice day. You're eliminating a lot of dead water. And, you know, we've only got three days to put the game plan together. But, you know, as long as you keep moving, you can eliminate a lot of water really quick. And, and the key, too, is being able to network. You know, you got to have one or two other buddies that's on the tournament trail that, that you can bounce things off of. You don't have to get their GPS coordinates. You don't have to know what creek they're in. But the guy says, hey, you know, I'm in the last bend in the backs of the creeks. You know, and that, and I'm catching them from their back, or you know, I'm catching them in the middle for secondary points, and, and it'll clue you in a little bit. And you got to be able to do that to keep it going. I mean, and you, and again, you're you know, you're not necessarily squirming for dots, but you're just you're you're trusting in a guy that you know ain't a sandbagger. I've got a couple buddies that I wholeheartedly. I mean, I'll turn my units on, show them everything I got, and they'll do the same with me. So. Yeah, and, and that and that is important. You get good friends in bass fishing, and of course, it brings us. It brings us all together. There, there's no doubt about it. Hey, uh, Billy, you, uh, you're, you're, gotcha. Um, Indiana, Indiana is a tough place to fish. Okay, I mean, we know we're we're from Indiana. Uh, sure. Northwest Indiana, uh, the the, the so- south end of of, uh, of of Chicago here. 
it's there's some real good fishing, but but nine tied to ten, nine times out of ten, it's a tough place to catch them. You got to work. It's a grind. Um, yep. Have you growing up in Indiana and cutting your teeth in Indiana? Has that made you a better fisherman when you travel the country? It does when there's really tough tournaments. When there's a grinder tournament, you know, we're used to fishing for two or three, four or five bites a day. And these guys from, you know, Tennessee, Alabama, Florida, Arkansas, those guys, I mean, it puts them in a tailspin because they're used to catching, you know, tons of fish. But then when you get into a slugfest tournament, you know, Shoot, you're from Indiana. You go out there and you're starting to catch limits of two and a half pounders and three pounders, and you're like, "Dad, gone, I'm on them." Yeah, and you know, and these guys come in, and that's when those eighteen to twenty five pound bags just eat your lunch. So, <laughs> but but it does make you a better fisherman, especially in the tough tough situations. Hey, no doubt about is it. Is there during those tough tournaments? Uh, is there is there a bait or? I mean, it seems like I I, I enjoy those tough tournaments as well from here you know fish all that you know i got two bites today one was huge but i got two bites that was awesome to get two bites and uh but for me it seems like on these tough tournaments there's like one bait for me it's it's usually a jig or a frog which i think is the same thing basically just on top (laughs) but uh for me it seems like that do you find that as well that there's a certain technique that that kind of prevails during tough conditions when it's tough, I'm like you. I'm going to put, pick a jig up or, or, you know, I'll have a rage bug on. Something that's just slow and I can really pick something apart with. But when it's tough, you know, that I think that's the deal. You just got to pick an area and nestle up into it and grind it out. I mean, that's that's the deal. Just soak it and let them choke it, right? Yeah. There. That's right. And you keep, got to keep it wet. There I mean, it is. There it is right there. <laughs> <laughs> TM right there. TM. Billy Mac phrase. Hey, uh, I want I want to tell you right now that thank you for being involved with with Lucas Marine Products because and this, and this you know we're not sponsored by Lucas or anything else but the majority of the people that I know, including myself, including the, the gentleman in this room, those Lucas Marine Products. That, for lack of a better term, Billy, that's the shiznit. That stuff is awesome, and you're involved firsthand in bringing us those products. They're slick. We, when we started, you know, there was no marine products when I when I come to them. And you know, what are you using the slick mist? Yeah, it's very slick. Love that. But stuff. the thing of it is, is and let me make this perfectly clear: every oil that we make exceeds any manufacturer's warranty. That's a myth. If the manufacturer tells you you have to burn their oil, they have to give it to you for free. Wow. <laughs> that is the law. It's called the Magnuson Moss Act. Write that down, guys. Magnuson. The, the, the whole deal of it is, is is everything we make exceeds the warranty. So you have no problems running Lucas Oil in the brand new Mercury's. I run it in my brand new G2. You can run it in the Yamaha's. You can run it in the Suzuki's. It, it meets and exceeds everybody else's requirements. It's above it's and beyond. the very best that's out there. And and I love me some slick mist that, like Ryan Whitaker was just talking about. Now, what I can't figure out is, what the hell does that smell like? I want to drink that stuff every time. I, I mean, like, is it like juicy fruit or something? What is that? What's the sweet it? smell to it? And I'm going to tell you guys, I'll let the cat out of the bag here a little bit. We've got seven new products coming out with loose. So we're going to have line conditioner, 
Hmm. Okay. That'll be co-branded Lucas and Lou's. Wow. We got spinning reel grease. We got bait caster grease. We got bait caster oils. We got uh, a cleaner. We've got the whole deal. So it's that, like it's gonna oil. make a difference. It's Lucas slash Lou's. That's it. We've done a co-brand with them, and it's exclusive to lose. And, and you know what, Billy? I, I can't help but think that you got a little bit to do with this uh, this conjunction junction right here. I worked on it for about a year and a half to wow. get it done, to get all the right parties involved, and, and the chemist, and, and then lose and all them. And my bosses, they took it from there. But all I did is I married the two together and helped put the game plan you know, got it going. So, B- Billy, I must commend you because a lot, not a lot of people realize this, but you real you are a perfect example of, of someone that really works for their sponsors that really works for their sponsors uh, you have you have a lot of tough tournaments you know things don't always go your way but again bringing it back you are very blessed and very fortunate to have amazing sponsors that you are working your ass off for i stay busy you know i stay on the road about 240 250 days a year so, you know, I uh, I stay busy. There's no doubt about it. So, Hey, we want to thank you, Billy Mack, for, for your support over the years of the, of, the, of the old Bass Buzz radio show and now this, uh, this whole straight cast ordeal, man. We, we, we're a big fan of you, dude. I appreciate it, you know. And, and I got to say something, too, here. You know, my wife's gone through some struggles over the last year. So this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So all ladies out there, you know, fill for them lumps and save the bumps. Come on. So... <laughs> Get out there and get checked and make sure you keep them. There, there it is. And we're glad to hear that everything went okay with your wife. For yeah. Sure. We, we saw you there. Hey, Billy, any other last words you want to say before we get out of here? Now, nah, just, you know, guys, get out there and fish every chance you can. And all these young kids out there, fish with as many different people and the older people, too. Fish with as many different people as you can because each one of them's got something to teach you. Yeah, you, you constantly learn. Good stuff. Yep. Constantly learn. Billy, uh, best of luck on your uh, on your hunting trip. Uh, oh, we're gonna kill some stuff. I promise you that. And, and and you know my address, so send me those back straps and that summer sausage. I'm looking That'll forward. To, I'm looking forward to that. And and we of course are looking forward to having you back on the show very soon. Anytime, man. It's a, it's an honor to be down there with you guys. I appreciate it. Awesome. That is Billy McDonald. He is a true gem of the sport. Thank you so much. We'll catch up with you, Billy. Thanks, Thanks guys. Appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, Straight Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. The Bass Buzz concludes. And you know what? That's the end of the... You guys got any last words for, for anybody out there? How about you guys? Bula, bula. Bula, bula, and go Cubs. And, and thank <laughs> God... Unga yeah, go Cubs. Yeah. <laughs> thank God you caught the, uh, the, the small mouth that ate the goat. Yes. Are the Cubs still winning? For nothing. For nothing. There it is. Hey, <laughs> we're off next week. We're taking a little break, but we'll be back uh, November 2nd. With more Straight Cast Outdoor Cartoon That's Television. That's going to be a good one, too. Yes. Thank you so much uh, to Jason Lambert, to Jason Christie, to Billy Mack, and especially to all you out there who watch the show. And don't forget, you can always go back and watch uh, past episodes. On StraightCast.net. All of them. StraightCast.net and podcasts are now up on the website. Also YouTube, StraightCast. You, straight, you subscribe to the channel while you're subscribe. at it. Well, yeah, sub, subscribe. Subscribe. Subscribe like we do in the region. Straight Cats Outdoor Cartoon Television. I'm Pat Renwick. Catch you in a couple weeks.